Hip hop was good. Hip hop was good. It's your boy Rob D in the building. You already know what it is at the real Rob Diggy on IG. You already know what it is. This episode is the honorable mention for season five. The fans, the fans, let me reiterate this the fans, the listeners, the followers, the supporters voted Juice World for the honorable mention for season five. And I'm so happy that they did that because. Um, Juice World uh, left behind a long-lasting legacy in hip-hop uh, and brought a lot of awareness to what we all should be listening to when it comes to the youth. And uh, we're going to talk about that in this episode. Um, lots of things going around right now. Um, right now, today is, let me see, we're, it was just past 420, so it's 421 now. Uh, so shout out to everybody listening, following, supporting. Uh, this has just been a great ride, great season so far. So thank you all for supporting us and pushing us and moving us and all that good stuff. Now you already know what it is, but my special guest today needs no introduction. Actually, this is VGE Frost or Frosty for short. Uh, he has been on the platform. This will be his second time on it or third time on the platform. Second time as a guest. Uh, he was on the show with Eminem, which actually was our most watched episode of last season. So one of the most, the most downloaded the most watched episode of last season, VGE Frost, was a part of that legacy. So VGE Frosty or Frosty decided to come back and share his thoughts and his sentiments uh, for the beloved Juice. And we're going to bring Frosty in here so you all can meet him, see him, feel him, all that good stuff, man. Frosty, what's good? Big homie. Talk to the folks, man. What's happening, bro? Hey, what's going on? We back at it again. We back at it. Thank you for letting thank thank you for letting me be on again, man. We did uh we did Eminem a good service, and I hope we can do my boy Juice a good service as well. So word, man. And and on top of that, man, we're gonna pour one up for Juice. Um, and all the others we lost to hip hop. First off, I gotta say, uh, rest in peace to the DJ K Slay, uh, who lost his life to COVID this past week. Uh, beloved DJ, beloved staple in hip hop. This one's for you, DJ K Slay. For sure, into juicy, and uh, we got to get into the facts real quick. You already know how this works. The platform, we get the facts out first before we talk about the opinion. Let me pour one up real quick. You already know what it is. I gotta get that hen dog gimme, but nonetheless, Juice World, real name, uh, Sherrod Higgins, um, or Mr. Higgins, what I like to call him when I was going through the studies this week. Uh, one time American Music Award winner, one time Billboard Award winner, one time iHeartRadio recipient. His first studio album was released in May of 2018, which is actually one of my favorites. It was called Good, Goodbye, and Good Written. It's a three-time platinum album. Some of the hits I chose off of there, actually, the whole album was actually pretty good, to be honest with you guys. Um, All Girls Are the Same, Lucid Dreams, which was a diamond-selling single, uh, I'm Still, Candles, Hurt Me, Black and White, and Wasted, featuring Lil Uzi Burt. And then a year later, in March of 2019, he dropped uh, was a Death Race for Love, was a double platinum album, released in March of 2019. That one had the, I mean, that was a lot of hits as well, too. Maze, Demons, preaching Brett Fiez. I'm a huge fan of Brett Fiez. Fast, Robbery, I love Syphilis, I love B-Knees. Um, those are some of the joints that I picked off of there. And he did some, uh, some features also during this time. So he was on No Bystanders <laughs> with Travis Scott, Yacht Club with Yo, Lil Yachty, PTSD with G Herbo, which was a dope-ass song, by the way. Newtown with Ski Master Slum, uh, which is also the dope-ass song, a dope video. And, of course, uh, Godzilla, which was with the what some consider the greatest of all time, Mr. Marshall Mathis, a.k.a. Eminem, also known as Slim Shady, uh, which he dedicated the video to at the end to the life and memory of Juice World. So that is the premise of our discussion today, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you all for joining us. 
for this honorable mention show. And uh, Frosty, I don't even know where to start, man. So let's start with this. Let's start from the beginning. How did you feel when you first heard a Juice World song or track? Do you remember which one it was? And how did it make you feel? So I remember specifically, I was working uh, for an organization I no longer work for. I don't, you know, uh, one of my coworkers put me on. He's like, bro, you got to check out this dude, Juice World. Uh, my boy Tyler put me on. He's like, you got to go listen to this dude, Juice World. And I can't remember what the first song, song I would have went and listened to was. But I want to say this was in 2018. So this mm -hmm. was like right at the peak of like when Juice started getting popular. I don't even think Goodbye Good Riddance had released yet. Okay. Like, so I think I was listening to him on like SoundCloud. I was listening to like his Correct. early SoundCloud stuff Correct. to start out with. And it was probably All Girls Are the Same or, or Lucid Dreams which was probably one of the first tracks I heard. Right. How did it make you feel? How's he, how's he, how's he, uh, um, so when you heard, you know, All Girls are, are, are the Same or Lucid Dreams, how do those songs make you feel? I want to get to the feeling of how those songs resonated with you and then I'll, then I'll share my thoughts so i was in a very i had just gotten out of a relationship that had really broken me to the core in a way that i don't think i've ever been broken before um and so just to hear like the things he was talking about and like i was literally going through some of the exact same things he was talking about and the man's voice like his melodies his melodies are untouchable and out of this world. Like, yeah. I don't think I can name another person who can put melodies together in just a, such a beautiful way as Juice does. No, I, I I agree. I think for this for this age of hip hop in the twenty teens, there was a lot of changing and shifting of the sound and the culture. And I think the changing of the guard started to happen toward the end of the twenty teens, like you mentioned, 2018, 2019. Maybe in 2017 also, a lot of the new hungry Thundercats were starting to come up. And I mentioned that because, you know, Juice World, um, you know, he was different. I mean, he was from, I think he was from the Midwest, from Chicago um, originally. Chicago, so he yeah. represents the Midwest. And uh, he was actually going to be, I don't know if you know this, uh, Frosty or not, but he was supposed to be on the freshman class for XXL in 2019. Mm -hmm. And he turned it mm -hmm. down. He yep. turned it mm -hmm. down. And I always thought about that. I was like, why did this guy turn down this wonderful opportunity to put him into the limelight? And he was like, I don't need that shit. That's exactly what he said. I don't need that shit. I don't need, I don't need double XL to catapult me to where I'm and, he, and to make it so bug. He was already out by that time. He was already sizzling. His album came out the year before. So it almost was like, as if like double XL recognizing him now was almost like, not saying the slap in the face, but it's like he was already out. He was already, I mean, Lucid Dreams is already out. I mean, we already knew about Juice Wolf. So why put him in the freshman class a year later when the, when the kid was already hot? So he turned it down. But nonetheless, um, I say that to say this, that Juice World, when I listen to Lucid Dreams, uh, he just takes you to a whole different fucking place, man. Like he, he just, he, he paints a picture so vivid, so lucid, right? I mean, so a play on words there. So lucid. Yet you almost feel engulfed in what he's feeling, his emotions, his melodies. Uh, he, he puts you there. And one of the things that I definitely want to mention in this episode is, you know, if anybody knows the story of Juice, um, Juice was going through a lot. Um, he was going through a lot since he was about 14 years old, always into uh, drugs, the use of drugs and things like that. He used it as coping mechanisms for things he was going through. So, Frosty, talk to me about that. Talk to me about 
substance abuse and, and, and hip hop artists and how it affected Juice and his artistry. So one thing I want to touch on real quick before we get into that about yeah. Lucid Dreams, what a lot of people don't know about Lucid Dreams is that is like Juice World's least favorite song. Like, mm -hmm. to, like he hates that song, like with a facts. burning passion. Big he facts. hates that song. Big facts. Uh, it was also 19 years old, 15 minutes. 15 minutes is all that song took, and it went 10 to, it went diamond. Yep. Like that, that's insane. Insane. Um, yeah. I agree. So as far as the substance abuse thing, when Juice passed, you noticed a very large percentage of the like trippy, uh, trippy red, like those type of artists were were on stage at concerts pouring out promethazine bottles on stage as if yeah. to say, nah, this shit ain't it because yeah. that just took one of our one of our homies. Like yeah. that shit is not it. That shit is not cool. And kind of stopped promoting like that type of music ever yeah. since Juice passed. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that was a real eye opener for the rappers that talk about substance abuse and like have troubles with, you know, Percocets and yeah. lean and yeah. you know, anything else i think that i think juice's death was a real eye-opener yeah that. i and and i remember i mean we're gonna fast forward here to 2019 when juice passed i remember getting a news when juice passed i was like what like wh wait what like i thought he was this kid was literally you guys if, if anybody remembers a couple years ago juice world was on the rise like this kid was literally on his way to stardom superstardom he was already a star he was on his way to superstardom and he died at 21 years old. A couple of days after his 21st birthday is when Juice World died, December 8, 2019. And I remember just sitting there like, wow, man, like this kid had so much talent and his songs. It, it kind of reminds me of a parallel between XXXTacion. There was a lot of parallels between him and, and, and mm -hmm. XXXTacion, uh, the way they made dark songs, dark, uh, almost like. Uh, what I, I've heard the term when I was doing this, Frosty, this week, the, the term emo rap was kind of what I was hearing mm -hmm. about. There's like this dark mm -hmm. and gloomy place. And that place comes from somewhere, though. Like, it's not just made out of the sky. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he made it like as a gimmick. I don't think he made that kind of music because people thought it was popular. I think that's really where he was fighting with. I really do think and I wholeheartedly believe that these were the demons that this man was fighting. And the only way that he could get it off his chest was one either to use or to put it in wrong, put it in song, put it in writing, put it in art form so we share it with the world. And I also I want to get Frosty's opinion about this. I did not know how beloved this kid was until after he passed. After Juicy passed, I was like, wow, man. Like, and to your point, you know, we had rappers like, nah, we're not messing with that drug shit no more. We letting that shit go. Um, you know, I can remember um, watching the performance on stage uh, I think it was uh, maybe a little Uzi. I saw a concert pouring, pouring bottles out, like you mentioned, you know what I mean, with Trippy Red and everything. And it's just like, we got to stop this shit, man. We got to start listening to what these kids are saying. And I'm saying kids only because I'm 43, but I'm only saying, I mean, they're grown men, but I'm only saying that because they're, I mean, I have kids that are that age and, and, and they were having to cry out for help and I wasn't listening. Like, wow. Like, I was like, uh, what, what kind of person am I am if I was listening to these outcries? Um, so Juice, um, was definitely a, a staple in hip hop. He was, he was it, literally, he was on the rise of superstardom. I loved the, the second album. So talk to me, Frosty, about the second album, the maturation process between the first album to the second album. I think the second album, he did mature with the beats, 
He got together with some uh, more notoriety known uh, producers. Uh, Hit Boy was on there. Uh, Hit Boy is just, you know, superstar producer now. But talk to me about the difference in the sound between the first album, studio album versus the second studio album. So when the, when the second album came out, I'm listening through and Robbery came on. Yeah. And as soon yeah. as I heard Robbery, I'm like, oh. That boy on some next level shit. Because Rob, to me, Robbery is probably top three in yeah. his discography. Yeah, is, I, is I agree. Robbery. I agree. I agree. I, so I feel like the choruses and like the 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 actual like topics of the songs were a lot. I feel like in the first album you could tell that it was all free. For those of you who don't know, both albums were 99% freestyle yeah. the whole way. Yeah. Uh, Death Race for Love took five days. Good by Good Riddance took four days. Yep. So both those albums took less than a week to record. Um, and I think you could definitely tell more from the second album that it in the second album, it didn't seem like they were freestyles as much. Right. Whereas in the right. first album, you could definitely tell. But then the second album, where you actually go back and realize they were all freestyles, you're like, there ain't no freaking way he freestyled all that. Because those <laughs> choruses were fire. Yeah. Choruses uh, mean. Robbery, yeah. uh, robbery, empty, um, flaws and sins. I yep. think flaws and sins is another top three song yep. of his. Yeah. So like two, two, in my opinion, two of his top three songs came from uh, Death Race for Love. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to concur with that. I, I love Syphilis. Um, I love Bee's Knees. Like I, that second album, he really matured as an artist. Um, I think he really not that he didn't figure out the first go round, but the second go round to your point, um, he was still freestyling. And but now he started to I think he put more thought into his, his craft. Uh, I mean, you, and you hear that in the second album. You hear the maturation process from him to the second album. But man, did this kid do some features? I mean, he got he got so many features, Frosty. I couldn't even write them all down, man. I, I couldn't even keep count of all the features. So, what is your favorite feature that Juice did before uh, he passed? Oh, give me, give me, give me one, God. man. Give me You're one. Put me on the spot. Yeah, like give me that. one, dude. Um, give me your favorite feature. And I, I got mine on deck. So, give me your favorite so, feature, man. So I feel like when you think juice, you don't think hype, like mm -hmm. hype turned up, but goddamn Nuketown. Yes. Ski mask. Yes. I am here to tell you right now that is first off, that beat is ridiculous. Yes. Like yeah. I, that is probably one of my top five favorite beats of all time Word, when it man. comes to hip hop. That, that was my pick too. So matter of fact, that was and my then, pick too. And then, <laughs> And then Juice just comes on there screaming his ass off at the top of his lungs. Yeah. And ski Mask, Ski Mask goes crazy in that song. Too. Yeah, yeah, he goes hard. Ski, yeah, mask got, yeah. ski Mask got one of the craziest flows, in my opinion. No, I but agree. He goes, he goes, definitely goes hard. He goes hard himself. But then Juice is like yelling and screaming. It's, it's almost as if you're watching a, I remember watching a music video. It's almost as if you're watching a rock video. You're like, what in the hell? Like, all these things are going on. But, they are going so, and that was my pick too. So, so I can, we're, we're here, brother. That was my pick as well. I just want to get your thoughts, but Nuketown. And the first time I heard Nuketown, actually, ironically, uh, was probably sometime last year. And then I got reintroduced to it this week uh, with my son. So shout out to my son for reintroducing me to the song. And I was like, yo, like, what, what, why did I, why don't I remember this? Why don't I remember uh, Ski Mask going so hard and Juice at the end? 
just polishing it off. I was like, where in the, what, what was I thinking? Like, so for y'all don't know, go back and listen to Nuketown just one time and you'll see the energy that these brothers bring to that. To that oh my God, it's unmatched. Unmatched now, energy if, brothers bring to that joint, man. Now, if I had to pick a different one other than Nuketown, since you, since you also picked Nuketown, I also feel like some of his stuff with like that song with Ellie Golding, that Without Me okay. song, that radio song, yeah. I feel like that verse, for most of you who don't know, there is two different versions of that song. There is a radio version, and then there is an album version. Okay. If you have only heard the radio version of that song, you need to go listen to the album version of that song because, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, there's, like, there's like probably eight bars that get cut off of the radio version because he's talking about suicide in the, right. in the right. album version. But, my God, man, like, you don't think it's, it's pop music. I'm not listening to that. Go <laughs> listen to it. Without me, with Ellie Golding and Juice World. I'm telling Word, you, man. won't be disappointed. Word. And I also want to point out to the audience that on his first album, Goodbye and Good Riddance, he had he actually collaborated with Billy Eilish and her brother, too. I want to put that out there also, um, who are extraordinary talents. Um, I forgot what her brother's name is off the top of my head. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, I know I know his face. I can't think of his name. But nonetheless, Billy Eilish, we all know about Billy Eilish. It's a young, phenomenal talent. Also collaborated with Juice World on that first album as well with some songwriting um, talent or songwriting uh, credits uh, to that first album. But man, Frosty, I'm over here getting misty eyed about this, man, because I, I, I think about I think about Juice. I think about my kids. I think about mental health. I think about the stigma that men have to have this big mafioso, macho style. Like I can't talk about my feelings. And and I think that Juice definitely started to crumble that wall like he made it OK to not be okay. So I want to give you the final thoughts on this, Frosty. So uh, actually two things. Do me, do me a favor with two things. One, give me the audience's last, um, your last opinion about Juice, and then tell me in the audience what Juice means to you specifically. Is, it would be very hard to put into words what Juice means to me. Ju I don't think I could have discovered Juice at a more perfect time. Yeah. Like that was almost one of those things where it was like that was he was put in my face or, you know, that that music was put in front of me for a reason. And man, to this day, I, it's so hard to put into words what that man means to me because he got me through that man's music got me through so much that. Man, it's hard to believe. I, I probably wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for that man's music. I'll be honest with you. Because not because I'm an artist myself. So not only did that helped me go through what I was going through, that helped me dig into a whole nother bag of music. Cause I'm because I'm used to doing like the trap rap with, right. with mode. And then right. that solo album of mine came and I was really able to find that different bag because of juice like so that was like he was just a huge inspiration for me on the music part as well so yeah yeah thank you thank you for sharing brother um and to anybody else that's watching or listening and suffering right now reach out man let somebody know what's going on um i mean i i take mental health so seriously um just for myself and for anybody uh my any my, my family and if it was frosty if it was mode if it was anybody that was suffering my phone is, is always open to anybody just to chop it up and just talk through some feelings. And it's OK, especially for men. Men, if you're listening or watching this right now, it's OK to talk about what you're going through, man. It's OK. It's all right. You got to express yourself. You got to let that stuff out, man. And I, I think that Juice World definitely put it to the forefront. 
um, with him and his passing. And the last thing I want to uh, talk about real quick, uh, Frosty, or now the last thing, um, is talk to me about how you felt when you heard that Juice passed. What were you doing? Do you remember what you were, where you were at, what you were doing? Like, how did that, how did that emotional roller coaster feel for you when you got the news that Juice had passed? So it's really funny because I was actually getting my car worked on at the time. Okay. So I'm while my car's getting worked on, I'm sitting there and I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see this and I'm like, no, bro, like, no, get I'm going, I'm going through the wormhole. I'm searching everything on it. I'm yeah. like, this gotta be fake, bro. This gotta be fake. Yeah. And I found out it wasn't fake. And I said this on the podcast and I said this on your platform before yeah. I, I cried. I cried yeah. that day. I I shed real human fucking tears. Yeah, bro. That day, because like I said, when you when you discover an art, like I know it seems corny that like a celebrity death hits you like that, a celebrity death made you cry. You never even met that man. Yada yada. D to me, that don't matter, man. Yeah. If if you were in my shoes and you knew the things I was going through and you knew what Juice did for me, man. I would have, I would have killed to meet that man. Yeah, and, and you know what, Frosty? Thank you for sharing. Um, and I think there, you're not alone in this. I, I think there's a lot of this. This kid has a fandom that is so deep, so wide, worldwide. He is beloved. Um, and I was telling this to Frosty, you guys. Don't kill me for this. Uh, he's probably my old snack. Here we go. I was, I was thinking when I listened to, um. Juice this week, you know, I, I thought about Pac. I don't know why. I, I was thinking about Tupac. Not because of, not, not, I'm not saying that Juice World is Tupac. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that Pac had so many different sides of him, so many different emotions. He had, you know, he, of course, he had his thug life. He had that, macho, you know, that, uh, that, that, that macho style. You know what I mean? He was a, he was a thug. He was a gangster, that, that persona. But he also had a softer side, too. And he had those, those mental demons he talked about against me, uh, me Against the World. I'm thinking about that album specifically. And when I think back to that pot and think about Juice, yes, are they different? Of course. Are their styles different? Of course. But the mind state is what I'm thinking about. The mind state, Frosty, is what I'm trying to get at. Because Talk talked about, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm suicidal, so don't stay near me. Like, he was thinking about these things while he was in jail and going through all of these demons. And Juice World was doing the same thing, man. But it just on a different in a 2019 version of going through things and putting it on tracks for people to listen. And I think to your point, Frosty, but at the end of this, I think Juice World saved a lot of other lives uh, to long uh, with yours as well, too, man. So salute to you, brother. Thank you for disclosing. Uh, we want to get more men on here to talk about their feelings and talk about what they're going through. It's OK, guys. Um, I, I'm a huge advocate for that, but we got to start wrapping things up, ladies and gentlemen, and, uh, how we have been doing, uh, throughout season five, if you all have not been paying attention is doing a hands up, don't shoot salute for the late great Dante Wright, who lost his life last year, um, due to social injustice, Dante Wright, I'll just re reiterate what the story was with Dante Wright. Uh, he was killed by Officer Porter. And that was a story, uh, Frosty, if you remember where she pulled out, the gun instead of the taser and shot Dante and killed. That was, oh, that was Dante's story. Okay. Yeah. So we're dedicating this entire season to Dante. So Frosty, if you could join me with a hands up, don't shoot salute. So put your hands in the air one time for me. I'm going to say hands up. You're going to say, don't shoot. We're going to repeat that chant three times to keep the life and memory alive for Dante Wright and all the others that we have lost to social injustice. So Frosty one time, hands up. Don't shoot.
Hands up. Don't shoot. Hands up. Don't shoot. Rest in peace, Dante. Continue to look over us and bless us and all of the others that we have lost to social injustice in the United States of America. However, Frosty, man, like this was probably one of the most, the most heartfelt episode I think I've ever taped. I'm over here almost fighting back, uh, fighting back the tears right now, listening to you, listening and thinking about Juice. And and actually, he got the, and how did he get his, how did he get his name, Frosty? How did he get his name? Where's his name come from? So uh, he was, ah, if I remember correctly, so I didn't, I don't dive this far back. So okay. I remember, I remember he used to go by Juice the Kid. Right. And it's because something with, when he was rapping at his, like his cafeteria lunch table. And <laughs> uh, I don't know, I remember the whole story, but it's got something to do with cafeteria lunch table. And they used to call him Juice the Kid. And then it turned into Juice World. And it's he all got, good, he had, man. He's had like five, he's had like five different stage names, like for real. <laughs> so for y'all that don't know, why I, Hard to the, keep up. why I draw the parallel between Tupac and Juice World because Juice World, the word juice comes from the movie. The movie. Juice. The movie. The, the movie, movie that Tupac is. was that's, in. That's, that's that is it. it. Is. That movie. is it. That's that is, I knew you had yes. it in there, man. I knew you had it in there, bro. Yeah. I knew you yeah. had it in there. <laughs> Frosty, who are your shout outs going to this week, my, my good sir? Uh, shout out to you as always because I, I have a freaking blast every time I come on this podcast. You are. Just a great individual. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, shout out Zach Mode, you know, partner in crime. Uh, we got more music coming for y'all very soon. Right. Uh, shout out to ho- shout out to homie Tyler for you know without without my homie Tyler putting me on. Who knows? I would have never even, might not even right. know who Juice World is. You know what I'm right, saying? Man. So uh, and then just shout out shout out to the homie Juice. R.I.P. Man. Word man. Um, Juice, man. My shout out to short. Shout out to you, Frosty. For coming on, sharing your story with us, man. I, I, I really, I really, really, really thank you, man. And, and I mean that wholeheartedly. I'm not just saying that just to, just to so, blow smoke. I don't do that. Um, I really thank you for telling your story to the audience and pouring your heart out and how you resonated with Juice and his story. There's a lot of others just like you, man. I promise you, this is going to get a, a ton of views because a lot of people love this man to death. Uh, so thank you for sharing your story, Frosty. Shout out to Mo. Shout out to Dion. Shout out to DB Entertainment, the whole clique, the whole crew. Um, shout out to my family. Shout out to um, everybody that's following, supporting, and watching every single week, man. Continue to push us and platform forward. And uh, shout out to mental health one time, man. Like, it, it's, it's, it's okay to seek out help. It's okay to, to talk through your feelings. And I'm going to pour one up one time. One more sip for juice. And then uh, if, you, if you get the opportunity, you or anybody on here, if y'all got HBO Max, Definitely go check out that documentary, Into the Abyss, Juice World Into the Abyss. Right. Uh, definitely check out that documentary if you're interested in learning anything else about that man's life. It is heart wrenching and it is it is a tearjerker because yeah. they they show they show some some wild drug use and a lot of the stuff that he was going through in that. But uh, I think it's definitely uh, a good thing to watch to to definitely understand what he was going through and the demons he was fighting. So. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to leave it on that note. Uh, y'all know the slogan. Stay safe. Stay humble. Stay hip-hop. One to zero, man. Peace. We'll see y'all soon, man. <laughs>